Hello, and welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Sean Decker, and I'd like you to hear something. You're hearing Dance, Dance, Dance by Shizune, featuring my pal, Filippo Rangiero on bass. This is just a taste of Shizune's immersive catalog. Do yourself a favor and get into it. I have some memories, some early memories. I was like, uh, I think, uh, at the beginning of kindergarten, so it was like three years old, uh, playing uh, in the garden of the kindergarten with uh, with other kids. Uh, and uh, we had uh, this uh, kindergarten had a very big um, garden, and uh, there was like a, um, a sort of a, a, a small castle. Uh, of course, uh, um, for, for, for kids to play, for children to play. And I remember uh, playing there with other kids. And uh, this one is one of my first memory because I, I don't have many memories before three years old. Uh, I, 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 I think about that a lot. And um, my first memory goes up, uh, from the kindergarten. And uh, yeah, then I have some memories of me and uh, my parents uh, on holiday. Uh, uh, when I was free, they uh-huh. they took me. Uh, we went to. I remember we went to Greece. Okay. On, on a summer vacation, and that was also uh, a very nice memory. I was like three or four years old, I think, and um, it was like a. Uh, on on the road uh, holiday and uh, uh, by car and it was a very nice memory too. Um, that sounds yes, nice. That, what do yes, you remember most it. about Greece? Yeah. Um, I remember uh, that we uh, we we did uh, camping. We did camping a lot. We we didn't stay you know, in hotels. We had like uh, a tent with us and. Uh, and it was uh, it was the 80s, so uh, it was. Uh, I mean, it wasn't so mo- so um, modern like like now. So it was like uh, it was really nice. It was uh, there were not many tourists, and um, and people were super uh, very um, kind, and uh, the hospitality was was great. Uh, uh, um, yeah, the food, the food was very good. Too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, awesome. I have very nice memory of. Yeah. Yeah, did you go on a lot of trips like that with your parents? Yeah, actually, yes. They we did uh, we did some uh, in my childhood. They took me a lot uh, on the road. Uh, um, they they liked uh, these kind of uh, holidays. Uh, Without reservations, uh, and always um, with a tent, uh, and um, we did that a lot. Yeah, yes. uh, most yeah, mostly Greece, uh, uh, then the Yugoslavia and uh, Italy, of course. Yeah, and uh-huh. uh, then we went to uh, we went to Turkey once. And it was very so- nice. Very nice time. You were you were really you were touring from a very young age. Is what we're what we're establishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, with in these trips, like in these road trips and stuff, was was there just music blasting in the car the whole time, or or was it just like conversation, uh, a mix of both? A mix of both. Yeah, we had uh-huh. conversation, but uh, we always had cassettes uh, playing in the car. Uh, um, yeah, we had a cassette a cassette player in the yeah. car. Do you remember any of the like favorites that like did you have favorites? Did you were you able to remember any of like what your parents would always play? And uh, my mostly my mother because my my father uh, at that age wasn't a lot into 
music. Uh, it, he was into music before, then he kind of stopped listening to music. Okay. My, my mother uh, listened to a lot of, uh, of, of Italian music, uh, uh, Italian songwriters, mm-hmm. and uh, and some uh, yes, mostly mostly Italian songwriters from the seventies, from the from the eighties. Yeah. Well, um, did you have siblings, or were you an only child? I'm an only child. Okay, so when you're um, you're going around on these trips and you know you're you're in the back by yourself or or maybe one of your parents is in the back with you or however that worked, uh, and you're listening to these musics, is it like do you do you put on a little show? Is everybody singing or is it just like my mother? My mother used to sing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mother used to sing some songs. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. No. <laughs> I, I did. My, my mother. My, my mother uh, used to sing. So some song. you wouldn't start song performing yeah. until later. Sometimes you know you hear some yeah. some neat stories about you know um, uh, parents encouraging kids to you know like um, dance or sing or whatever. Um, but um, what about did you really start um, feeling? like a personal connection to music was it always there or was that something that happened like did you play instruments at school or uh i started playing uh quite late i was in i was in middle school uh i was like uh, 12 something like that 12 13 okay uh and uh, yes we had the music uh we had how do you say music lessons uh, in, in at school? Uh-huh. But uh, it was like just uh, it was we, we didn't play an instrument, or actually we did play some flute and so, but it wasn't very interesting. Um, um, I started playing uh, bass guitar uh, at that age uh, between twelve and thirteen. And um, mostly because I, I and some friends wanted to start a band, so <laughs> okay. that was the the the, the reason. Right. And, um, but uh, yeah. What um, kind of music were you listening to when you when it finally you were just like, okay, I need to start a band with my friends, and like, what kind of music really got you interested in doing that? It was it was mid nineties, it was mid nineties. It was like uh, 95, 96, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I was mostly into uh, Nirvana and uh, all the the, the the punk scene that uh, that came to light. Uh, also thanks to to Nirvana's uh, success. So uh, I listened to a lot of mainstream punk. Uh, uh, and the, the kind of, uh, of Green Day and uh, uh, Offsprings, uh, and so all, mostly the, the epitaph music of, of the time when yeah. I when I was at that age. Uh, I was still very. I, I didn't. I didn't um, do a lot of research when I was so young uh, about music. Uh, yeah, it was hard came, to then. Yeah. Not yeah. like now. It was uh, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, harder. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. We had we had uh, we followed some we had some rock magazines, rock punk magazines, but they were still very mainstream, uh, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I then I had some uh, uh, some people that I knew older than me. Uh, my cousin too. He, my cousin. Uh, he was into skate a lot. He was a skater, and uh, yeah. he used to listen to. He was a to. Um, he, he was listening to a lot of uh, skate punk stuff. So uh, uh, he brought me into NoFX, uh, Pennywise, and stuff, stuff like that. Um, he was much older than me. he was five years older than me. But I remember when when I went to his place, uh, he had a lot of cassettes, and uh, I used to 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 uh, say look and uh, look for music. Uh, um, 
uh, among these cassettes uh-huh. and um, yeah I discovered I discovered some some bands too it was cool at the time it was harder as you say yeah yeah there it was wasn't harder to, to, to find the music yeah I mean, there wasn't just like band camp where you could just go on yeah and, you know hit a tag and and find 20 new things uh you had to like um, figure out which label you like, like you mentioned Epitaph, you know, that was a, obviously a big one at the time. And so you would like one thing on Epitaph and then you just see that logo and you would kind of know what you're getting. So yeah. you'd, you'd like try to remember that band and, and, you know, listen to that or check that out. Um, but yeah, um, did, you said that you know your cousin was a little older so was your cousin also like involved in bands and uh, um was that sort of your like gateway into um like any kind of like music scene or would that come later uh, no that came uh, that that came later yeah uh-huh. he wasn't into playing music he was a uh, as i said he was a uh, he, he used to skate a lot uh-huh. And uh, that's why it was, uh, um, um, I mean, near to this to the scene. But he didn't. Uh, he didn't play in a band. Yeah. Um, uh. Did you also skate when you were younger? A bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I did some skate. Yeah. Yeah. Was um, was the punk scene and and the and the skate scene like pretty? Was that? pretty much like was it intertwined like it, it often was back then or was it not i mean did they go together hand in hand or uh yes i, I at that time yes I, I and for me yes they they were really close the two the two things were really uh intertwined and uh i can say that i, I maybe i discovered some bands also because of of uh, skateboarding, uh, maybe to in uh, some skate magazines, uh, uh-huh. I discovered some bands. Uh, yeah, reading these uh, and uh, uh, um, or it happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, mostly in uh, skate magazines, mm-hmm. uh, skate fanzine, uh, so on. Yeah, yeah, they I, were really close. The, the two, yeah, yeah. I I found a lot of bands by going through Thrasher and stuff back in the yeah. day, just stuff that I'd yeah. like and. Um, yeah, and then you know you mentioned Green Day earlier, and and um, you know the connection with like skateboarding and punk. I think like two of the biggest. I mean, other than Nirvana, which kind of made a whole generation of kids like think like, hey, I could play guitar too. Like that doesn't look so hard, you know. But other than that, like I think that Green Day's Dookie album just really made that kind of punk music like mainstream and then also the tony hawk pro skater games is something that comes up a lot you know for obvious reasons um but uh yeah that's that's really cool like you know i haven't had a lot of uh conversations with folks that around the same age as me who've you know had found stuff in in skate magazines and stuff that got them like hooked on punk music and stuff but um yeah you said you were playing uh bass guitar like around middle school and you started bands with your friends so um when you were first starting to play were you like did you take any lessons or did you have friends that were already playing um how did you really get in touch with the instrument and like start working on becoming better like what was your process um at the beginning i i didn't know anybody was playing bass so uh-huh. um i um i heard of a of a guy who was a uh, giving some some lessons uh, just uh, like you know uh um first lesson to understand how to to to, to put your hands on the <laughs> on the on the instrument and uh, I I uh, I, get in, I got in contact uh, with this guy and, and uh, 
he taught me the basics, you know, uh, he taught me the basics. Uh, I still, um, I still, uh, I didn't, uh, at the time I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, have a, a bass guitar of my own. Uh, I, 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 I had, I, I hired one. So, Oh, okay. I had, like it was, it wasn't mine uh, Rent, because I wasn't it. really at the, at the. I rented it, yeah. yeah. I rented it, so it was at, uh, really at the beginning, and um, I had some lessons, and uh, I understood that uh, I liked it. Uh, I actually liked it, and uh, I could, um, I could be, uh, become better, and uh, uh, and then uh, after a while. Um, I got my first uh, my first bass, and uh, I, yeah, um, I practiced and uh, I did some uh, some rehearsals with uh, with my friends, and uh, slowly and slowly I <laughs> I, I became to, I understood how, how you play it, and uh, and I, I I understood that I loved it. I yeah. loved to play. Yeah. What drew you to bass specifically over drums or guitar? Um, were you connecting with the bass in songs you heard already, or was there some other thing? Um, it was, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of it's not very. Um, <laughs> um, I I, cho- uh, I chose a uh, bass because uh, when when we started the band. Uh, um, um, I mean, uh, the guitarist, the guitar player, the guitarist uh, already had a guitar at home. It was his brother's, so he said, "I'm playing guitar." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, "Okay, it's cool." Um, I, I wasn't. I I I knew that uh, drums were uh, too complicated for me, and uh, I said, "Well, well, I give it. I, I want to try to play to play bass." And uh, I remember at the time that uh, it fascinated me, of course, because uh, uh, I didn't um, I didn't know a lot about the instrument, so I was fascinated by it. And um, I, I I began to 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 listen to music and to uh, trying to understand and uh, how is it how it is played uh, and the sound in songs, and so. Uh, in the end, I decided to to start playing it, and uh, and, and and we started the band after that because we found a, a drummer, and uh, yeah, it was it was this kind of process. Yeah, I yeah. I wasn't I was a hundred percent hundred percent sure to play it. I, it was like a, a, a process. Yeah, it's funny how often um, people come to playing bass by just like it's the thing left that the band needs and then yeah it's so yeah. it's so critical to the the backbone of the band like and it's always the the the, the last thing anybody wants to do or thinks to do you know or not not anybody but a lot of times you know and um yeah and it absolutely can, like I've said it, you know, more than once, like it can make or break a band, you know, and it's it's really funny yeah. how it's always the last thing to consider. It's just like a lot of bass players, like I end up playing the bass because uh, other people already picked other things. And um, and then the 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 like best bass players always end up having that same origin just like it was fate or something you know that that they would yeah. play bass um just because uh it, it was what was needed at the time and um yeah i don't know i there's something there that i can't quite put together about how important the bass is in the structure of the band how it's left to sort of chance a lot. And then the person who comes in and fills that role and when it's done well is always very unassuming, but the quiet, like sort of backbone of the whole thing. I don't, I don't, 
it's uh it's it's weird i was actually it's weird, yeah yeah i was thinking about a couple of bases specifically that like you know i know that played guitar at first or you know or just like and then it's just like bass is just like by and far like the best thing that they can do it like it was just uh i don't know it's really weird like i i can play bass but i'm not very good at bass i don't think like i play on a lot of our stuff and it's it's fine but there's something that makes someone takes them from i can play bass very well like i can play bass well but like there's something that takes someone from that to like being a good bassist and i i'm like digging here in my brain to like try to make this connection but i you know if if i could then i could probably be a great bass player but i can't so never mind uh, <laughs> yeah it's i i don't know it's it's kind of weird like sometimes people are just drawn to instruments and uh it's 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 uh it's fun to investigate that you know and to really find out about that <laughs> band were you writing your own songs or were you just playing songs that you liked uh, what were you trying to do like what were your goals that you can remember at the time we we we, we tried to do both uh yeah. we because we were as you said before we we understood that um um we uh, we we saw the punk bands uh, and uh, we wanted to be we we knew that, it, that we could create our music because because it was so full of energy so um in a way easy easy to to easy in the in a good way i mean mm -hmm. uh, to re to recreate uh, that's the good um, that's also the good what i like about about punk that you can say a lot with uh, easy stuff i mean easy I, I repeat in a good way. Um, so uh, we we played some, of course, uh, other songs from other bands just to know each other and uh, get in touch. But uh, we started pretty soon to try to write our songs. Okay, at the beginning there were, of course, um, <laughs> not very good songs, <laughs> but still we we still we we wanted to create something because. Uh, the most important thing uh, at that time, but I would say also today, for me, it's fun. I mean, I want, I want to, I want to have fun with uh, with the guys in the band. I want to to create things, uh, songs, uh, and uh, and and have fun with them. Uh, that's much important. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Uh, so we started writing some stuff. We 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 practice uh, in this uh, uh, basement of the drummers uh, of the uh, at the drummers' house, and uh, we had a lot of fun in the afternoon after school. It was a very nice time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play any shows, or did you like play friends' parties, or anything like that in your first band, or? Yeah, we played some parties. Yeah, now that uh -huh. you, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, we played some parties. Uh, um, we played some uh, parties. 
So, so yes, take me back houses, so. there. Was that like a nerve wracking experience for you or was it just like a get together? Just like uh, everybody's having a great time. Like, were you nervous? I was nervous. Yeah. I was nervous at the beginning. Yeah, it uh-huh. was a. Uh, um, I must be honest. Yeah, I was quite <laughs> nervous at the beginning because <laughs> because uh, it's. I mean, it's something new. It's uh, you. You are exposed to to other uh, people. Uh, what you have created. It's uh, you know you. It's fun, but it's also. It can be, uh, I mean, uh, you know, a bit. You, you can be a bit nervous at the beginning, right? But after a while, uh, after a while, when uh, when we understood that uh, people were having fun and uh, we could uh, have fun together with uh, with other people, it was uh, it was everything. It was okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, how old were you at? The, would you say when you played your first show? I think I was. Uh, Thirteen or the fourteen. Okay. Between that. So at like, the end of middle school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's what is a what is an Italian middle school party slash show like? What's the scene like there? Like, tell tell me like what kind of is it like? Was it a birthday party? Um, w- like, is there food? Like, just walk me through what that's like. Uh, I remember it was like I, uh, we played a New Year's Eve. Okay. A New Year's Eve, and uh, it was like uh, yeah, uh, food uh, and music, uh, live music and music uh, from uh, CDs and so on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and uh, mostly music and people talking and uh, having fun. Uh, Listen to music, uh, da- dancing. Uh, listen. Awesome. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of, something like that. Yeah. Awesome. And so, when you play for the first time, and it's over, did you know, like, right then, like, this is something I want to spend my life doing, or were you just still like, uh, from the nerves, were you still kind of caught up in that, or? I uh, well. Uh, I knew that it was something that I really liked, that I really loved, and, and uh, if I had the opportunity, I would, um, I would have done it for a long time. I, I really, I really liked it after the first time. I mean, it was a, a something that I really, really liked from the beginning. Yeah, it was, yeah. Su- it was such a, a, a new. new you know, a new experience that gave me a lot. Yeah. 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 Now, from this first band and then like moving forward, um, were you in were you in any other bands that released music or did tours like before Shizune? Well, we uh, I was in band I was in a couple of bands that released them, but we didn't tour. Uh, I mean, we didn't tour Okay, and are those bands? Far. We, we we played some gigs uh, in the area, but uh, we didn't tour and we didn't have the the the, the, um, the, the spread. Yeah. Thing of of Shizune, no. Yeah, are those bands something that people can hear online? Like, if uh, that is, if you're you know proud of that or or want people to hear it, or uh, it's difficult. It's difficult to to hear now because there was something on Bandcamp. Uh, from my from one my my first I don't know if there's still new okay. music. Okay, what was that uh, from, called? From yeah, from the it was called a C40. Okay, C40, uh, and it was like some some kind of uh, hardcore with a uh, um, with some metal influences. Uh, it was uh, then we. We we played the, um, I think we played for from from several years, and uh, we developed uh, from a, a more uh, from a I would say some uh, hardcore with metal uh, influences to more atmospheric. Uh, uh, it was the late nineties, beginning of the two thousand. So 
uh, we had some uh, our inspiration where at the t- time uh, I would say that the, the new the new hardcore like uh, Snapcase uh, and uh, then we had some more metallic uh, uh, influences from uh, uh, Sepultura and so it was a kind of a mix and then in the end uh, we 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 started playing something more atmospheric. We had some, we 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 were into Isis, uh, uh, Pelican music, and so mm-hmm. we 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 played a lot of different. Uh, um, yeah, it was quite a uh, um, you, you know um, mixed. Uh, uh, and we 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 recorded. We had we had a we had a a, a release. It was self-produced and. Uh, and I don't know. It's, it's it's not to be found online. I think. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. it sounds cool it was, though. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice band. I had a, It was fun. It was it was really uh, fun playing with the guys from yeah. that band. Yeah, yeah. That was a good. That was a good time to um, mix a lot of a lot of sounds. You know, I mean, it's. I, yeah. it's always a good time but that's that's really when I can remember that first starting to happen like metal with like atmospheric stuff and punk stuff and you know just everything getting mixed up um, but yeah um, so you know Shizune like y'all started in well your first release was in 2012 and uh, uh, like I mentioned before we started recording um, the anniversary of your first release was uh, February 10th of this year, the 10-year anniversary. Congratulations. Um, Thanks. How long had you known the other folks in the band, and how long were y'all playing together before your first release dropped? Um, I've known the drummer of Shizune for many years. He okay. was playing with me in, the, in, the, in my previous band. I've oh, known okay. him for like... A, I don't know, twenty years maybe. Oh wow, now. awesome! Uh, uh, so we, um, um, yes, with the drama we are friends. Uh, we've been friends for many years, and um, but I, I knew everybody else too. Uh, we didn't play together, but uh, we 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 are all from a small town. Uh, our our town is small, so uh, if you play. If you like music, uh, if you are into punk and skate, everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've uh, I've known Enrico and Francesco and Ricardo for many years, and um, we used to go to shows. We we used to skate. Uh, so I mean, uh, but it was uh, only um, uh, at the end of uh, it was the end summer of uh, 2000. 11 that we decided to to yeah to start a band and uh, the idea was um, the idea came from uh, from the singer from Enrico and uh, and uh, our guitar player Francesco and they they wanted to to create this band start this band and they they asked me because uh, I hope I was I, I've known I've known uh, Enrico, the singer, for a lot of, of time, for many years, and he asked me, and then I asked um, our drummer to to join, and he mm-hmm. was very happy to do that, and uh, so well, basically it started uh, like that. Yeah, at the end it was end summer 2011. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you spent the the first a few months writing those songs and uh and then boom first release um i want to go back for a second though uh because you said you knew each other from shows um when did you start experiencing the kinds of shows that we would later like know as like the kinds of shows that our bands would go on tour and play and stuff like how did you encounter that sort of like underground scene and when did you start going to shows like that uh, um, quite uh, quite early, actually. Okay. Um, there, there was a um, in the 
we, as I said, we live in a small town, but next to ours there is a a, a city. I would say, yeah, a city, okay. a bigger city where uh, there used to be a squat, a squat house, and uh, there were many many concerts there, many gigs, many punk bands uh, played uh, concerts there, and uh, yeah, we 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 attended many of these uh, shows, and uh, they were all. Uh, you know, um, underground, uh, self-produced show. Mm-hmm. So it was already at the time. I was like, uh, I think, uh, 15, 16, something like that. Yeah, it was in high school. Yeah. And did that, like, did that experience, was that very, um, was that shocking to you the first time that you were at a show like that? Like, you know, because we come from that era where Nirvana got huge and where Green Day got huge, and so you see these bands playing for like thousands of people. Um, was that was it shocking to you to go to a show where there was like fifty people? And did you find that experience like more like d- was that something that you f- found like more appealing? Uh, yeah, in a, in a way, yes. I found it more intimate, you know. I, mm-hmm. It was like uh, getting to know the band better, mm-hmm. having the chance to, to talk to, to the band after the show and uh, go to the um, merch table and uh, chat uh, and asking for advice for your band too. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it, was, it, was, it was a very nice experience indeed. I've never thought about it, but maybe it was, it, it was for me, I can say a revolutionary event, yeah. you know. Yeah. Going to those kind of shows. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it, as you say, uh, uh, I remember. I remember that I went to big shows. The, the the first show that I went to, it was a huge one. It was a. I was younger that. Um, I went to. I remember. I went to a, to a offspring. Uh, to an offspring show in in Milan, mm-hmm. and it was huge. It was packed with people, and uh, you know, but you were just like uh, three hundred meters from the from the stage, <laughs> right, right. and uh, okay, uh, seeing the people uh, from from very far away, mm-hmm. and uh, it was yeah, it was cool because it was a concert. It was a a band that you liked. But it was very different. Yeah, the, you, the real experience came after. After, yeah. Yeah, you used the term revolutionary, and I think that's very appropriate because, like, I was thinking to myself, why, you know, after I asked the question and why you were saying that, I was like, I don't really know if I would still be playing music if it wasn't for those experiences. Like, like, uh, I mean, I'd still be playing music, but I don't know if I'd still be doing all the things that I do, like trying to release music and go on tours. And because like, I I went to those kinds of shows, like that Offspring show you were talking about as well. Like I saw like, you know, um, Bad Religion and Bad Brains and all this. Like I saw those big, you know, shows where there's 5,000 people, uh, you know, or however many like at a outdoor thing with a huge stage. And it was very cool because, you you know, you listen to those songs like 100 times in your bedroom on cassette and then you hear them and people are boshing and, you know, having fun. And um, But if it wasn't for the other thing, just like just how you can connect with other people making the music, like I don't know – you know, because you kind of, you you see that there's a place for you, even if you aren't the person on that stage or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I totally agree with you, yeah.
Shizune, you all really kind of hit the ground running. Like, your first release was released, and um, was that the first time that a band of yours had, like, a physical release, or...? No, no. We, uh, oh, okay. I get, I, we, uh, yeah. It was, it was not the first time. Oh, okay. But it was the first time that we had um, uh, a seven-inch. Yeah. Okay. That was the first time. Uh, so what was that like? Like, um, did you listen to a lot of vinyl? And so, like, we talked about cassettes a, a bit, and that was like, yeah. I mean, for sure. Like, not every uh, kid our age had a a, a record player, but like everybody had a cassette player so that was like more accessible but were you into vinyl and stuff at the time when your first seven inch came out or were you like kind of like oh this is cool this is something that people are still doing i um at home when uh, when i lived with my parents we we had a record player so i i i've always seen a uh, records at home. We had uh, my parents had uh, a small, uh, a very small collection mm-hmm. of uh, LPs, uh, stuff from the seventies and the eighties. Uh, some song Italian songwriters. Some uh, I, I remember some some Beatles. Uh, some uh, I mean nothing special, but we had a record player. So I I always uh, uh, seen that kind of. Um, um, support music, you know, and mm-hmm. um, it's uh, so. It, um, I started. Uh, I started buying when um, when I, I began to to love uh, music. I started buying uh, uh, LPs and uh, seven inches uh, myself because we had this record player at home, and I could uh, play those records at home. So I started. By, uh, buying some seven inches from bands uh, and uh, I had uh, I had some uh, s- uh, um, some some yeah some punk uh, mm-hmm. self released stuff but also I bought I remember one of my favorite uh, records uh, that I bought when I was a uh, it was the um, the famous uh, minor threat. Uh, oh yeah. The one with uh, yeah the one with uh, um, with the singer on the on the cover uh-huh. um, sitting. Uh, it 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 is the collection of the seven inches. Yeah. Of a uh, of a minor threat seven inches and it is in a in a LP uh, with all the stuff they. So I bought uh, I bought, uh, when I was a. Yeah, I, I always uh, bought LPs. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. at shows uh, or in mail orders or in some uh, uh, um, through fanzines and so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a huge collection, but I have some some LPs. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about yeah because like um, so much stuff was only you know available on seven inch, and that's how I remember. Like I was like. A t- you know, a, a teenager and, and I wanted a record player like really bad. And my mom ended up finding one at a garage sale. And that's how I ended up starting, you know, getting vinyl is, is cause really like I wanted to borrow like, all, like this girl that I was seeing, I wanted to borrow her records all the time. So I wanted to listen to her records all the time. And, uh, I didn't have a record player <laughs> and, and, um, my mom found one at a garage sale that was like just one of those units that's all one thing. It's like two cassettes and then a record player on top, but not like a good, like heavy one, like one of the plastic ones that weighs like five pounds, you know? And, yeah. um, yeah, but I had that. I mean, I still have it actually, but, um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, but the, um, the record player, the, the, uh, the the rubber band or whatever um, it is that like makes it spin properly, um, it it's um it's too slow, like it spins too slow. Um, uh, so that's kind of interesting. But um, yeah, like I would want to borrow like uh, one of the one of the ones I 
remember listening to constantly was the Jawbreaker Busy 7-inch. Like, I just was, like, obsessed with uh, that 7-inch. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really cool that, you know, one of your bands, like, finally had um, a 7-inch and stuff. And, like, what was that like when you finally hold, like, this record in your hand and it was, like, you know, you grew up seeing, like, did that feel like, wow, this is like for real now, or? Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a really, um, when I hold it in, in my hand, uh, it was a really, because, it, you know, many years, many years passed from when uh, um, I had the, is, uh, I bought these um, these, uh, these these seven inches and the LPs. So um, it was really really exciting. It was really really exciting to have this uh, this physical copy on seven inches on a seven inches. And it was very and it was nice because it was colored. It was in blue and in red. And uh, um, and uh, yeah, it was really it was really nice having a hit uh, in uh, in my hands. And um, then it was cool. Also, it was cool too because we have we the artwork, uh, very simple artwork of the first seven inches was um, has been done by by Enrico, by the singer. So it was everything was really uh, from us. It was uh, something that we, in a certain way, uh, tried to 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 create together. So having it uh, in. Um, in our hands uh, has been quite uh, amazing i would say yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome um <clears throat> now y'all obviously have a a ton of releases uh and i mean there's really not like there's not a track in that discography that is not just dialed up to 10 like i actually listened through everything all over again recently just like um, no, I'm not saying I was trying to find a bad song cause I wasn't, I was just like super impressed by the overall like consistency and quality of just everything y'all have released. Um, but, um, yeah, just to go through real quick. So there was the self-titled seven inch, there's uh mono nowhere, um, which is kind of like a, kind of like an LP. I mean, I don't know what y'all would classify as your LPs or whatnot. Um, but um, then you had the split with Minus Tree uh, and a four-way split with uh, Things Fall Apart and I'm blanking on the other bands. Um, then I guess what you would prob- might consider your second full-length, um, Le Voyager Imprudent. Um, yes. Yeah. And then... Uh, your third full-length Cheat Death, Live Dead uh, and the latest thing that y'all released was a split 7-inch with Lytic from New York who y'all had toured with um, back in probably about 2018 was that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. right, right because right. yeah. that's when we met uh, when when y'all were over here touring with Lytic Um now, um, you know, through, through like 10 years and, you know, having like this really awesome discography, uh, and doing like all of these tours, um, what, um, what made 2018 the time, was that your first tour in the U.S.? Yes, it was. Yeah. And what what made that the right time to to come over and do that? Because like y'all toured Europe a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what was yeah. the, what made that the right time? Was it just like Lytic wanted to bring y'all over, or a combination of things? Uh, no, it, it, I think it was. Um, I don't know if it was. It, maybe it was the right time. But we didn't know that it, <laughs> and uh, but it was because Lytic uh, basically uh, organized the the tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we 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 were pretty close to to Jamie. We we met him 
there in Italy, we we stayed in touch a lot. Uh, we uh, we chat. Uh, we we were really close. And so, yeah, it was a it was the right moment because we, as a band, we were uh, ready ready also to to tour and to go on a on such an adventure because that what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> it was really really good. But but I think that at, at the 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 tour um, also maybe in a way uh, be, became real because there was a friendship behind it yeah uh, that's that's and that's that's a, a thing which is so important to me in music uh when when you you are close and friend to to people you you can uh, you can do a lot of things you can organize uh, you can uh, uh and yeah friendship in music and uh having people that you that you are uh, uh, good with uh, can do a lot. Yeah, a lot. I yeah. mean, you have and to have a lot of also, trust yeah. for somebody to, you know, to to know that you're not just gonna come over and there's just like no shows, and you know, yeah. and, and and everybody's hungry all the time, and you know, so um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, trust. Yeah, is, trust is very important, but you know when there's friendship, there's trust too. I think. Yeah, for they sure. Go, yeah, yeah. So um, now, like <clears throat> we, uh, myself and the other like people that I chat with on the podcast, like we talk a lot about bands that are from here going over to Europe and touring, and the differences like there, and a lot of times like the experiences are like people are generally like wow it's so awesome going over to tour in europe and i know that i have personally spoken to people in europe that was that have been like i don't think i would tour the u.s because i've heard that shows are like this or they're like that and they're like that um what kind of things had you heard about touring in the u.s that differed from what you were used to and like um what what did it actually feel like when you came over and toured like <clears throat> what did you expect and then what was the reality uh well i i um I have to say that I, I've heard a lot before coming to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've heard uh, from other um, people I knew, from other bands, many rumors about touring uh, the U.S. Uh, that it's hard, probably. Um, that it's harder. Yeah. That uh, the the audience is, is harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audience uh, is judging mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, I heard a lot that mm, not a lot of people uh, uh, show up at uh, shows, uh, and many rumors. Mm-hmm. I, I have been hearing to uh, a lot of rumors. Actually, um, they are very uh, common um, in the. Um, I mean, in the in the in the context of uh, bands in Europe, many say uh, this uh, this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't quite interested in this in this room, most because, as I said, uh, I wanted to have an experience, uh, to have fun with my friends, uh, to have fun with uh, uh, with Jamie, and uh, um, so actually, I didn't care a lot uh, about these rum- rumors. Right. Uh, I knew that. Uh, there were some differences which are normal, I think. And um, the, the, the maybe the biggest difference uh, for me was the um, that uh, in Europe, when you play in Italy, but also in Germany, in Austria, and France, and so on, uh, when you play show. You before the show you have a moment uh, where you you stay with other bands uh, you you chat uh, you have something to eat together something to drink 
everything together, which is organized uh, by the venue or mm-hmm. by the crew or by the um, booking guys or, or uh, that do the show. So it was like a, it's like a moment where you get in touch with the others, uh, you communicate, uh, you change experience, uh, you have a you have a drink or two together, you eat something, mm-hmm. and that uh, in the US, uh, yeah, the, I we didn't find it, uh, but yeah. it was okay. I mean, I'm not judging. I, I just it's a difference. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> It's fine to me. I mean, it's uh, uh, that's it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if other bands from the US had this. Um, uh, told you about this uh, stuff which uh, going on uh, in Europe usually. Uh, this moment of uh, condivision mm. of, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I've been over a couple times, and that's yeah, by far the biggest takeaway is what you described is how. Um, you know, you show up and you, and you, you eat and you really get to know, um, everybody. And, uh, you know, that's all taken care of by the person that, uh, that, that, um, hosts the show and stuff. And, um, yeah, it used to be like that here in the nineties, like, um, and, um, yeah, I think it's it's uh I w- I wish that it would that I could say that, you know, w- we would get back to that at, at some point in um in the in the scene here and stuff, but it's it's um <clears throat> you know, like the the thing about <clears throat> a lot of a lot of the scenes is, you know, around here is is it's there'll be some place like the show will be someplace that's, you know, there's no kitchen, you know, or it's, it's put on by somebody who's living in a place with like three other people just to be able to afford to live. And so already it's like the economics are, are very difficult sometimes, you know, even, um, even putting together just like a couple huge uh, pots of spaghetti or something might be difficult, you know, for some folks. And so, yeah, that different, that difference is, is, is huge. And I, I remember that's why I like tried to bring a bunch of food, uh, when we played that scream Ohio fest together. And I, and then there was also some pizzas there, I remember, but I don't, um, we weren't eating the pizzas when I had brought like salads and stuff, but, um, yeah, I, I still feel like that. And even when bands are on tour and I'm like, just like, Hey, come by my house. Like, cause you're driving through my town on the interstate. Like, and now I'll feed bands uh, just cause I, I really miss that. Um, that sense of like, it, it feels like more of a, a community, you know, to be, yeah. Yeah. To, to break bread with one another and, and, and show that kind of, uh, it, it means a lot just to like put put a little food in somebody's belly and and you know stuff like that. Um, mm, yeah. But yeah, overall, like, um, you know, what was your like? What was your takeaway from your your U.S. tour? Like, um, what were some of the highs that you you know experienced? I uh, overall, it was a. a, 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 a uh, an amazing experience uh, for me. Uh, it was really, really good experience, an amazing one. Um, and, and the highs, uh, I would say, seeing, uh, be, being able to see a different scene, a uh, different uh, wave of putting up shows, uh, meeting people, uh, it was really, really cool to me. I mean, I have only highs from from that tour. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Everything went really smooth and, and well. So um, even though we had, we I mean, um, I was so 
excited to do it with my friends that uh, uh, I knew that uh, it, would, it, it would have been fun. No you matter know, what. Anyways, yeah. No matter what. And, yeah. uh, having the possibility to, to, to bring your music uh, so far away. And um, yeah, it was awesome. And meeting people that know your music so far away, it was uh, amazing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> having the possibility to, to talk to people that, that who listen to your music and enjoy it. Uh, it, it was really, really cool, amazing, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, now, I know that uh, I mentioned before I that the last thing that y'all had released um, was the split with Lytic. Is the band still active? And if so, are y'all trying to get back to the point where you can write more music or have you already done that? Or is the band like on like a, a break or? No, no, we, we, are, we are playing. We are, we are practicing. Oh, okay. We are practicing quite often. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, just after, you know, the end of the restrictions, uh, we we began practicing uh, again uh, because we, um, we had a problem with our. This is very, I know, maybe maybe boring, but uh, we had a problem with our rehearsal room, uh, which is um, which is not in our town. It is in a nearby town, and um, the room was, um, um, you know, there was a. Uh, a guy who, who organized the the schedule of the of the room and so on. And um, after COVID, the, the room basically closed. I mean, without uh, an explanation, uh, it closed. So we have also this practical problem <laughs> with okay. the with the rehearsal room. It was really, you know, no a practical problem. Right. So we 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 did some. Um, we had, we had, when COVID uh, began, we had already, I would say, six or uh, seven new songs so that we we were practicing and uh, we wanted to to, um, to record. And um, those songs are for now on a hold. You know, they they they're there. We are we have recorded it at uh, at the place of uh, um, our guitar player. And um, yeah, they are still uh, there. We will work on them. We will release them. And uh, um, then after the restriction, we we were able able to find a new room. And we, I think it's we started rehearsing like uh, three or four months ago. And mm -hmm. uh, we are regularly rehearsing and uh, having fun again. And and we plan to to develop these songs and record them. I hope, uh, hopefully, this year. I mean, in two thousand twenty-two. Uh, awesome. If everything is, it's okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I just i i thought that that i i thought that I knew that y'all were still playing and stuff, but then, um, you know, i i didn't know. <clears throat> uh, I didn't know anyone from the band very personally and then when i became friends with you on instagram i was like oh like you have like a kid and so i didn't know how much any of this other stuff you know might have had to do with anything like um because you know for a band that's been together for 10 years you're probably not just gonna break up over nothing you know <laughs> but uh yeah. but sometimes people yeah. are just like things happen and then you're just like okay maybe um so i was <clears throat> so i'm glad to hear that but i wasn't sure if like uh the t the 10-year anniversary of the seven inch was i didn't know if that was symbolic in some way like yeah uh, we, we're playing we're playing a anniversary show in march oh okay we're playing an anniversary show a 10-year anniversary with uh, uh another band a very good band, a screamo band from Italy, which is also celebrating the 10th anniversary, which is Oina. Oh, right. 
they're celebrating their 10th anniversary too. We're, we're playing a, a show together in Milan on the 5th of March with other supporting bands, uh, all friends of us who are going to play. It, it will be a, 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 an amazing show uh, with us, Oine, Stormo, uh, Selva, uh, Radura, and Querta, so very Italian, very good Italian bands. So it, this will be our first show in two years. So we are kind of excited, you know. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my conversation with Filippo Ranghiero. Thank you so much, Filippo, for taking the time to chat with me. To those of you listening, please tune in tomorrow to Middleman Records Bandcamp for Sardonic Entropy Nexus, the debut LP by De Facto and Scripture. It's 28 songs in 34 minutes, featuring 39 of your favorite musicians from across all your favorite screamo bands, new and old. The project was over a year in the making, and it would really mean a lot to me if you check it out. Until then, take care and do good things. Thank you.